Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 75 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about the 2021 budget announcement and the impact on your property investing. Now, specifically, we're going to look at the effect that this budget is going to have on the UK property market this year. Now, we all know the government has spent a huge amount of money, £280 billion to be precise, helping this country overcome COVID-19. And that money has been spent in furlough. It's been spent all the initiatives, the extra money for the NHS, uh, the money spent on bounce back loans and civil loans. A huge amount of money has been pumped into the economy. And obviously that money, that investment has to be paid for at some point. So everyone knows that taxes are going to have to go up in the future. Now, there's been a huge amount of speculation in the media about what might happen. You might remember a few months ago, the press were saying that capital gains tax was going to go up. Now, this is the tax you pay when you sell a property and you've made a profit that's not your own home. And at the moment, it's taxed at your current tax rate. Um, If you're a lower rate taxpayer, it's 18%, higher rate taxpayer, 28%. They were talking about increasing this up to 40% tax. And this was a major headline. There was lots of panic about this. Uh, Many of the accountants we know were reporting their property investor clients were saying, oh my God, I've got to sell my properties really quickly. And this is just a classic example of what the media say. Now, in fact, it was a think tank, a government think tank suggested that this was one thing that could happen to bring in some of the much needed revenue. But the way the media were reporting it, it was if the chancellor himself has said this is what's going to happen now as it happens they haven't made any changes to capital gains tax yet they might come in the future but nothing happening just yet and so i think that's a great example of you need to be very careful not to allow what you read in the media to upset you or influence you um i say to my clients that These things are often speculated on, but actually only once they come into law and they're in practice, then do we work out what we're going to do about it. Um, I actually think that this budget has been very, very clever, and actually it's pretty good for us as investors right now. Given what could have happened, I think we've got out quite likely, actually. Now, for some time, I've been saying that I thought that the property market would see a price reduction in 2021. In fact, I was saying I thought it would come at the end of 2020. I was very surprised by the property boom for the last six months of 2020, given everything happening in the economy and the COVID-19. But I think the reason the market boomed was because of back in 2020, the Bank of England predicted that UK house prices would slump by 16% as a result of the pandemic and the ensuing recession. So the government responded to this and the government very cleverly brought in two things that helped stimulate the property market. First one, they brought in the stamp duty holiday to the end of March 2021, whereby for purchases, first time purchases, then if you're selling a house and buying another as your own home, There was a stamp duty exemption, so no stamp duty, up to £500,000 purchases. Now, the average property in the UK is about £250,000, so this would work for most first-time buyers 
even in London and the southeast. And this definitely stimulated the market. The other thing that stimulated the market was obviously the furlough scheme. Now, this was announced back in March, and the government said that they were going to support people who um, maybe would otherwise be made redundant. So rather than making people redundant, companies could put people onto furlough, they'd sit at home, and the people get 80% of their salary. Now, at first, you think 80% of the salary, how am I going to survive? In reality, when we had lockdown, people realized that because they weren't going out, they weren't doing as much, most people actually had more money than they've ever had before because they weren't able to spend it the way they would normally spend. So actually, it wasn't as bad as people thought. Obviously, if you're on furlough, pretty scary. You don't know what the future is going to hold. Then the government extended this out till um, August, then till October. And we expected furlough was going to end in October 2020. For this reason, I thought that millions of people might be made unemployed. And this would cause a massive negative effect on the economy and cause further recession, thus property prices coming down at the end of 2020. However, the government announced that they were going to extend this to March, April 2021. Um, and we saw the boom in the property market. And we've solicitors have been really, really busy in early 2021 to try and get all these transactions that were agreed in October, November, December 2020. So the property market's been absolutely booming. But after every boom comes a bust. And so I thought, look, this is going to have to happen in 2021. But now I'm changing my point of view. Why? Well, because the government has yet again extended furlough to September 2021. So instead of a lot of people being made redundant in April, they're kicking the can down the line. However, they've also issued grants for the leisure industry. So the leisure industry has been really badly hit by this COVID-19 pandemic. However, with these grants, with the fact that the countries kind of opening up and most things probably open by the end of June as long as the R rate doesn't go up too much. What this means is I predict there's going to be an absolute boom in leisure and in industry in summer 2021. This is going to be great because hopefully most of those people on furlough will be brought back from furlough and put into work. So I think this is a very smart move by the government to help prop up the economy and also the property market. In addition to that, the stamp duty holiday has also been extended. So it's been extended by three months to the end of June for £500,000 purchases and by six months to the end of September for purchases up to 250000 Now, given the average house price in the UK is about 250000 for most first-time buyers around the UK, maybe apart from London and the Southeast, this is the type of property they're going to be buying. And so this stamp duty holder is going to work for them. So again, we've got another six months of stimulation in the property market. And for this reason, I don't think we are going to see the property market crash in 2021. Uh, I'm still convinced that at some point we will have a price correction, but it might be at the very end of 2021 or maybe into 2022. Prices, I feel, are high at the moment. And so that's why we see prices correct down. Lenders actually are quite optimistic about the market, but surveyors who are valuing properties don't seem quite as optimistic and they seem to be down valuing lots of properties. And so we're going to see what's going to happen in the market. But an interesting time. Will the government extend stamp duty holidays and furlough further? Well, I don't think they're going to do it further, but who knows? We're going to have to wait and see. 
Now, something also that was very interesting that the Chancellor announced in the recent budget was he was freezing all the personal allowances until 2526. So in other words, the amount you could earn uh, before you pay tax and the, the higher rate levels have all been frozen. Now, this looks like something that's very good, but it's actually a very clever move. You see, by freezing these levels, as people tend to earn more, Generally, each year, people earn a little bit more money, usually at least by inflation, sometimes a bit more. As they earn more, because these personal allowances are all being frozen, they will start to pay more tax. So this is a bit more like a stealth tax that's going to creep up on people over time. And I think this is going to be uh, really quite significant. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I was uh, pleased to see that there were no changes, certainly for this next tax year, to capital gains tax. So capital gains tax is the tax you pay when you sell a property. And we heard the rumors that it was going to go up to 40% for higher rate taxpayers. Um, and I think what that would have done is encourage people to hold on to their properties for a long time. But what that means is there's a window. There's a window of opportunity. So if you have properties in your portfolio that actually you think, you know what, these aren't maybe the best properties. Um, I'm probably going to sell these properties. Actually, this year might be a great time to sell some of those properties. Why? Because you're still at the current capital gains tax uh, amount. So they, they've not increased them. And um, they might increase in the future, which means you might pay a lot more tax. I think the property market is going to do pretty well right now because of this boom. So actually this year could be the year to dispose of some properties if you've got one or two properties you want to get rid of. Of course, you still get your personal capital gains tax allowance each year. Uh, so just something I wanted to flag up to you and it might be worth doing. I actually sell normally one property every single year. I look at my portfolio. I work out which property is probably the least performing one, uh, which one have I maybe struggled to rent out or whatever it might be. And I generally sell that one property. I then pay the tax. I take the profit. I reinvest invest it in another property, a much better, more profitable property. You know, having been investing for over 25 years now, over my time, I've bought a number of properties, which at the time, knowing what I knew at that time, seemed like a great idea. If I had my time again, I probably wouldn't buy some of those properties. And so it's those properties I've slowly been disposing, getting rid of them out of my portfolio, bringing the cash in, using the cash to invest in better properties. So I'm not necessarily increasing or decreasing the number of overall properties. I'm just shoring up my portfolio, making sure it's stronger, better, giving me better cash flow every single year. And so this, I think, is something you might want to think about doing if you have properties you're don't want any more. What does this mean if you want to come into the market and you want to be buying more properties? Well, I think we're going to see the market continue to grow. Um, I would suggest you don't wait until the market crashes because you'll end up waiting, 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 and it may never happen. If you find a really good property and it meets the golden rules I talk about in my book, Property Magic, and I've done a podcast all about the five golden rules, i.e. you buy at a good price, you buy in an air of strong demand, you make cash flow every single month, you hold for long term and have a cash buffer. If you follow rules two, three, and four, i.e. buying in a good area, you make cash flow and you hold it for long term. It doesn't really matter if you buy now and prices come down a bit in a year or so because you're holding for long term and you know you can rent it out. So if you find a really good deal that meets your criteria and always do your due diligence, always do your research, my, my message would be buy the property. Don't wait. 
But if you've got properties to sell, now might be a great time to get rid of one or two of your properties. So I think this budget has overall been very, very good for us as property investors. It could have been a lot worse. We know that property taxes are going to have to increase in the future to pay for all this money the government is spending. But thank goodness it hasn't quite happened this year. So uh, really good news, I think. So if you've got value from this podcast, uh, I've got uh, one request and also one recommendation. The first recommendation would be, why not subscribe to this podcast? If you subscribe to it every Tuesday, you'll get notified of the new edition that comes out. I want to share some great information with you about what's happening in the market and about strategies you can use to make money in property right now. And my request is, if you've liked this podcast, please leave me a five-star review and say what you liked about this podcast. The reason that's important, other people will see that, they'll see the reviews, and maybe they'll be encouraged to come and listen as well, and they will benefit from the information I'm sharing. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.